Hi, this is Stuart Weems, and thanks for listening to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy-to-understand insights, strategies, and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. In this episode, I'd like to talk about whether you need a financial plan and a financial planning relationship. And probably the best way to answer that question is to talk about what's involved in getting a financial plan, and then you can decide for yourself. A financial plan is simply the process of measuring the short, medium and long-term impact of your past financial investment decisions, or lack thereof, thereby allowing you to take corrective action today. Essentially, the foundation of the financial planning process is really the development of a financial model. And so a financial model allows us to put all your income, expenses, assets and liabilities into a financial model and predict and project how they're going to behave. And we can work out then whether you're going to have enough money to retire on. Now, if you don't have enough money, then you've obviously got to look at the assets that you've got and divest of them and replace them or make additional investments. But that's what I'm talking about when I say measure the the outcome of your past financial decisions and whether you've been able to invest enough and invest in the right way so that you're able to meet your goals. Now, if you don't have enough money to fund a comfortable retirement, what you need to do is work out what investment tactics you might employ to ensure that you do have enough money by the time you get to retirement. So that could include contribute more into super, buy an investment property, invest in the share market, and so on. Of course, it's critical to ensure that you've got robust investment methodologies underpinning each tactic, so that is, you've got a robust uh, share investment methodology, property investment methodology, and so forth. And I'm a big fan of evidence-based investment strategies because they really reduce risk, but that's another podcast for another day. In order to develop a financial plan, you need to know where you're heading. And really what you need is two goals. The first goal is, when would you like to have the flexibility to stop working for your money? So that is, uh, and for some people, that might mean a, a staged or phased uh, transition into retirement. So you might reduce, say, to three days a week after age 60 and then... Uh, maybe nothing after 65, but when would you like to have that ability? And then secondly, what sort of income do you need, money do you need to fund living expenses in retirement? Now, if you're like lots of people that I meet, you probably have no idea in relation to those two questions, so let me help you out. Most people I meet want to have the flexibility to retire between 60 and 65, somewhere in that vicinity. You can access super at age 60 for most people. So um, in absence of a better sort of goal, go with 60. In terms of how much money you need in retirement, a really good proxy is what you're spending today on general living expenses. If you don't know, you're going to have to work it out. And we've certainly got some blogs on our website that'll help you do that and take you through that process. Now, as a result of the financial modeling and the goal setting, uh, a whole bunch of sort of to-do items should sort of fall out from that process. Uh, So some of these might include reviewing the performance of existing investments. And if they haven't performed as you've expected or hoped, you either need to reduce your assumptions in your model and see if you're still able to fund retirement, or you need to consider investing and replacing those assets. Switch super into low-cost environment, ensure it's invested in passive index funds, which are uh, proven to produce superior returns than active funds. Um, Let me say that uh, reducing fees and increasing returns is significantly more impactful from a mathematical point of view than making additional contributions. So before plowing money into super, make sure you sort it out. You might need to manage cash flow a little bit better, and that's really about uh, knowing where your money is going. 
Uh, and finally, you need to think about all the things that can go wrong and make sure you've got some mitigating factors in there. That, it's, that is, wills are up to date, insurances and so forth. So once you've got a financial plan, do you really need an ongoing relationship with a financial planner is a common question. So let me talk through about what a financial planner will help you do and you can decide whether you need that sort of assistance. Um, so there's lots of things that obviously change and financial planners will help you accommodate that uh, towards your own personal situation. So firstly, there'll be tactical tilts that you'll need to make over time. So you want to uh, adopt a really good quality long-term asset allocations. That's where your money's invested, but tilt it. Uh, from time to time to accommodate different valuations in different asset classes. Give you a really quick example. Uh, if you look at the long-term data, PE ratios and so forth, you might draw a conclusion that the US market is overvalued at this stage. So maybe you'd be underweight US investments and a financial plan will help you make those strategic tilts. Uh, of course, you need to review performance and make sure you're on track. Uh, that sounds a lot easier than it really is because what you really need to do is understand the performance of different investments and asset classes. If there is a, a variance in performance you need to work out, is that systemic um, and or is it related to your particular asset or investment methodology, in which case then you need to take corrective action. Uh, with change, always brings about opportunities. So you've got to look for any opportunities in changes in markets, products, superannuation laws, tax laws, and so forth. No doubt your circumstances will change, so uh, you need to have a flexible strategy that's going to accommodate that. And lastly, a financial plan is going to keep you on the straight and narrow. So avoid you procrastinating or delaying decisions or getting distracted by shining objects, you know, in short, prevent you from making really bad quality financial decisions. I hope that's given you a bit of an overview about what's included in a financial plan and a financial planning relationship. Until next time, bye for now.